This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. Somebody said to me once, why do you have such a long introduction? Well, 
I've got to let Dan have time to go to the toilet in the corner, haven't I? So, you know, I have to take that timing into account. It is Leicester Till I Die TV. Facebook and Twitter, you can watch us on. Or why not go over to YouTube, watch us on there, Leicester Till I Die TV. And while you're there, give the station a subscribe. And if you are listening on Catch Up uh, on the podcast, whether that's Amazon, Apple, iTunes, Google or Spotify Podcast Addict or your favourite channel, I thank you very much indeed. This is us. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. Well, we get as far as London, I suppose. Um, This is the third in the trilogy of Arsenal-Leicester previews this weekend. Um, We will hopefully... Well, we're not going to have any in-house fighting because I've only got one Arsenal fan on, so we are sure there's going to be no arguments there. Feeling confident? We're unbeaten in four. We've only lost one in seven. But we are up against the form side in the Premier League at the moment. It's going to be close. Arsenal versus Leicester on Sunday. Rene, good morning. How are you? Um, morning? Morning? Where are you? <laughs> no idea. Um, Dorco, I'm on catch up. And no, if YouTube allowed us to, we would have a plus one channel. But you know, that's only on that's only on Freeview, apparently. Um, are we gonna get four clean sheets? Do you know what? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm a bit worried about this Arsenal side. Let's see if uh, the Arsenal are worried about this Leicester side and say hello to Lucas. Good yeah. Big up, man, and uh, quite a long intro, four and a half minutes, but um, but no, really, really good intro, in my opinion. Must have took you about a few days to work that out, but thank, it, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was, it was close. Um, it yeah. does give me a time to get ready. I say, give Dan a chance to go and we in the corner. And yeah. uh, <laughs> well, preparation is everything. I must try it sometime. Um, you know, we've obviously talked a lot of Arsenal, Leicester. I was on your show earlier, uh, yeah. yesterday. Well, yesterday, yesterday and uh, yeah. you've been on no Thursday. I'm lost. <laughs> Stevens was yesterday. Talking of your channel, where can people find you? Give it a shout out. Yeah, um, description below, but do give it a shout out. But yeah, um, follow me on uh, YouTube. This is Lucas Life with apostrophe. And um, yes, go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. We just reached 1,500 subscribers last week after the Watford game. The next milestone is to get to 1,600 subscribers. I never oh, actually thought I never actually thought I was going to get that sound effect, but no. Anyway, I thought it could have been worse. <laughs> but anyway, um, but no, um, we are on the road to sixteen hundred subscribers, and the biggest achievement is to get to two thousand by the end of the year. Um, that is the massive target. If you guys want to subscribe to the channel, if you've got any followers or anyone like that, then go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And also, if anyone wants to come on the channel, follow me on Twitter, Martinelli AFC One. Chris will put the link in the description below, like I did on my community tab on my preview yesterday with him. And yeah. just get subscribing. And uh, thank you very much. No, no, no. You are more than welcome. And talking about Arsenal fans, obviously, 
joint friend of ours, Stephen Featley, uh, on S Featley TV. Uh, he's raising money for uh, Children's Liver Disease Foundation, which is something very personal to him. Uh, I'll put the link below in the banner going where you can get across to his Just Giving page. And please donate to that uh, charity. If you've got a spare couple of quid, you know, it'll take a pound. It'll take whatever you can do. But please, please uh, pop over onto that page and make a donation. Hey, Luca, it's all going to be yeah. happening on Sunday. Um, yeah. Arsenal versus Leicester, four thirty. The last game, uh, I believe, of the weekend. I think there might be one on Monday. Yeah. Well, obviously, over the last couple of days, we've been talking, like I said earlier, a lot. And you know, you, you're very confident about this game. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Leicester game last night when we played Rens. Are you still yeah. confident? Um, to be honest, you only won that game two 0 I think it was last night. And for me, I didn't watch your game yesterday. No, but. but no. Um, but I did see your result yesterday. And um, did Leicester have um, any players coming back or yesterday in yesterday's game? Because I haven't even seen the team properly. So, yeah, James, uh, James Justin came back. He, he lasted yeah. 60 minutes. So I'm guessing we could well see him for at least 60, possibly 90 um, at the weekend. Uh, I mean, yeah. we've got a lot of players out. Um, I mean, I know you. it says, well, you'll know better than probably the website I'm checking. But um, is Smith Rowe still out for you? He's down. Um, down no, Smith Rowe is um, back because um, he had COVID um, last yeah. game against Watford. But I don't know whether Mikel Arteta is going to um, get him ready for that Liverpool game on Wednesday night. So, um, but mm. no, other than that, um, as you were saying about confident wise, no, I'm confident we can go into this game because we're on good form, as you said on. Um, your channel and Stephen's channel the other night, um, we're unbeaten in 18 meetings. Um, I think it was 18 meetings, uh, drawn, lost five or something like that. Be, be careful, I can mute you, don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, I'm confident we can go into this game because we're at home, um, we're quite good at home. And mm. um, the previous fixture we talked about, um, that it was all about Aaron Ramsdale. I mentioned this on Stephen's channel earlier. And um, we were just talking about the season, how we've got on this season. But Ramsdale, for me, that game against Leicester, he made really, really good saves. Yeah. And um, we battered you in the first 20, 25 minutes. And, and, and I know it's 90 minutes football, not a 20-minute match. But what I'm saying is, is that he made a really good, fantastic performance. And that's how Ramsdale actually came. And that's how he's got better and better and better. And yeah. for me, in that game, in the previous game, when we beat you 2-0, um, you did have chances in that second half and you did batter us and you could have easy. And if Ramsdale, if Ramsdale yeah. wasn't in goal, it could have easy been a draw or you actually could have beaten us and turned it around. Yeah. And for me, you would actually, I think at the time, you were actually on good form. And, and and for me and, and I don't think we were I think I don't yeah. think we've been on good form all season to be honest with you but just to quickly taking you back to injured yeah. players um, yeah now I don't know how you pronounce this um, Tommy Shayu is it yes Tommy Asu yes Tommy Asu he's he's yeah. out is he I mean according to this site um, yes yes just to, just to sort of compare your injuries to ours um, yeah. we've got Timothy Castagna out. Ryan Bertrand out, Johnny Evans out, 
Pierre is doubtful. Now that's four mm. defenders that are going to be there. Uh, Wesley Fafana might not be, depending on how his COVID is, because he was out with COVID, so he, he could be back. Yeah. And obviously, Johnny Evans, uh, we've said that, and Jamie Vardy is out as well. So it is going to be, um, that said, a makeshift defence. So Yonchu is back then? Sorry? So Son Yonchu is back. So Yonchu is back. He played oh. the other day. In fact, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, so Yonchu has been great. Him and Amati are making a very good um, uh, back two in that central defensive roles. Um, but uh, we, 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 we're covering this game all weekend. We're doing the preview show now, as I say. Um, join us tomorrow at four o'clock. We're doing a live watch along. And then at 7.15, we'll have the post-match show with Brad. And uh, Miss Molina will be joining us Monday at 7 to do the opposition review. Um, yeah. Just have a look at some more comments. Hi, all followers of ATV, AFTV think they are the Red Hot favourers, but then they're still nervous because Leicester are a good team. Um, wish they would get off the fence. They're covering all angles, Terry. A good evening to you. Dorco, welcome along. Worst stadium that I've ever been to. The away fan seats are sloping down so much that my legs were knackered at the end of the game because that to prevent myself from slipping off the seat for two hours. Was that the toilet seats, uh, Dorco? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, for final, we'll be back by the second leg for ends. That, yeah, that, that, is, that is good. Um, uh, nice to see him back. I mean, you are odds-on favourite. Yeah, two um, to the one. Is. Yeah. Uh, I remember with your gambling when the fun stops to stop. Um, but, yeah, you are sort of red-hot favourites there, one to two on, basically. And I can see why, because, you know, we'll go through our history. But what I want to do is get the elephant in the room out the way first. And you know what's probably going to be coming here. Um, your manager, or, you oh, know, as he's now manager. called... He's now called Mikel Marmite. Um, I mean, you're, you're you are a Arsenal, uh, sorry, an Arteta out fan, aren't you? Yes, and you you're know, you know, if you know that. Now, yeah. you, you you are an Arsenal fan. You will know a hell of a lot more than me. But I was doing a bit of research because, believe it or not, you might not know it watching this channel, but we do actually uh, <laughs> try and plan it. But um, the, the, he, Arsene Wenger had a win percent of 57.25. Umre had 55.13. George Graham had 48.91. Now, as of this week, Mikel Arteta's um, played 118 games and he's got a, well, he's not played, he's managed them and he's got a win percent of 54.24. Now, excluding any caretaker managers that stood in, this makes Arteta. Win percent, the third most successful manager since nine, 1897. And, you know, he's won you the cup and he's won you the charity shield. I can't understand why you want this guy out. No, the reason why I want him out, and I've said this on my channel every single week when I have Stephen on and other people on and I have a debate with him, is that this manager's not good enough, Okay. And yes, he has turned it around this season. I didn't expect this. And I said this on Stephen's channel earlier. I said that um, who like those first three games at the start of the season, we went into that international break in September, zero points yeah. in the relegation zone. And the positive I will say about Mikel Arteta is he has turned it around. And then, yes, we are in the top four at the moment. 
But the reason why I still have my doubts on this manager, because I never wanted this manager in the first place. And for me, I don't I don't think this manager can take us into a Premier League title because I want I want us to challenge. He and so what, me what, was George Graham a bad manager then? I mean he's he's one of your, you know, historically you know, you've almost got a statue for him. He's so revered. Oh, yeah, to be honest, George Graham um, back in the day was that, like, obviously I weren't born. No, uh, no. Fully that well, but I was obviously just quite young. And for me, George Graham, for me, what I can remember is, is that he won us league titles and all that stuff. Well, he's he's got got a a win percent that is less than... Well, it is. And obviously the competition then, financially... You didn't have clubs with the money that they've got now. Well, no, yeah, but Arteta's only won the FA Cup. Where's Arsenal Football Club? We've already won FA Cups recently. For me, we haven't won the Premier League. And the English Super Cup you won once. Yes, but we haven't (laughs) won... But no, we haven't won the Premier League. but he's only been there, like... Well, he had half a season and he managed to win you the FA Cup. Last season, kind of rebuilding and getting rid of a lot of deadwood. And then this season, yes, I mean, you did have a bad start to it. You know, I joke like, you know, you were, you were, you we know, always you're worse off than BBC Pointless. We always have difficult run of games. We never get easy games. We always have to have a big team. In recent couple of seasons, we always have big teams in the second, third fixture. And we expected us to lose. Like, I wasn't mm. confident, like the Brentford game when we first, I know we beat them at home uh, last month. But the away fixture, when, and it's always difficult for a promotion team to yeah. get promoted. And for me, Leicester came from the Championship. Look at them, they won the Premier League just like that, yeah? So for me, X, Y, Z, it's going to be very difficult for teams coming up the promotion. It's like their cup final to them. They're going to be up for it. And, you, you don't, and that first game is crucial. Whether you're back in pre-season, whether you're back with all these players coming back. And, and yes, we did have the Euros last year. And... Um, Yes, we had fans back in the stadium, but players coming back, that Brentford game, you, if you go back and rewind that game back early in the season, we had no fit strikers. Mm. Players had COVID. We well, didn't you're almost finals. making a case for it wasn't Arteta's fault then. But, I mean, look at, the, look at that. Arsenal have taken 25 points from their last 30 available yeah. in the Premier League. One eight, drawn yeah. one, lost one. No side... No side has earned more points over the last top ten, the last ten top flight fixtures than yeah. the Gunners. You and Manchester City are level. That is what that manager is doing for you. He can't come in and work miracles. No manager can. You know, very few managers will will win anything that quickly. And he's still learning. I mean, you got to say it's his first managerial job. He's not doing too bad. Wenger only ever got you. I mean, yes, he obviously in his early days he would win things for you, but you know it was fourth. Nobody could be finished fourth because it had the reserved for Arsenal sign over it. <laughs> so you know, I I just wonder why you want to. I say, is it style of play? I don't know. I don't watch them every week, but from the outside looking in, he doesn't appear to be doing too bad a job. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He hasn't done too bad this season overall. But we need a manager who's actually going to take us into the next level. And I know we're nowhere near Manchester City and Liverpool. Man City and Liverpool are like from up there. We're like probably in in the middle. And for me, Man City and Liverpool are on different levels. And if we want this football club to, to succeed, 
if he takes us into the Champions League for the first time since 2016-17 season, then yeah. fair enough. I'll give him I'll, I'll give Mikel Arteta a chance. I'll give him to the Champions League group stages, see what he can do in that competition. No point getting into the knockout stage and get battered 10-2 by Bayern Munich. Again. But other, again, so <laughs> double that, that'd be 20 plus. But other than that, he's got we've got like if we get into the Champions League, the board have got to back him. And for me, the ball have got to, like, if Arteta hasn't yet to be given a contract yet, and there has been rumours recently that he's going to get, whether, I personally, I think it's been signed already. It's just whether it's going to be announced. I think they're just mm. going to wait until, even if it's not signed, they're waiting to see if he gets into the Champions League or any sort of kind of Europe, because... Me and Stephen touched on this at the start of the season, during pre-season, when we had all these friendly matches and behind-closed-door matches. I said the main target was to get into the top six. I did a Premier League prediction show, and I predicted us to finish eighth to tenth because I thought we would have had a terrible season still. But this season, the manager's turned it around. It's looking good times for Arsenal. We're taking it one game at a time. But if we want to get into the Champions League, we have to start picking up results against the big teams. And I've seen what, what you've just seen there, 25 points out of 30. That's pretty good. And that's the best what we've seen with Arsenal in the past. And we've got to take it like this game going into Leicester. This is going to be a really difficult game. I think I am confident we can beat you. And with the injuries, with Vardy out, despite... I, I do want to talk about Jamie Vardy. Vardy, for me... Look, he's been a great player for Leicester. He won you the Premier League title. He played for a non-league, League One side, Fleetwood Town. And for me, what he's done there, growing up, going to Leicester City, like he won you the Premier League title. He scored like 11 straight um, games or something like that. And yes, Vardy has lost his pace for me. And Vardy's not the Vardy what he was. But for me, he's a club legend for you lot. And what he's achieved is he's won the Premier League. He's won the FA Cup. He's won promotion. With when you were in the championship in the football league, but for me, going into go, going into this game without Jamie Vardy is gives gives us the advantage. And for me, Vardy loves playing against Arsenal. You saw it last season when you beat us at the Emirates. And for me, you have still got other players like Patterson Daka. Good signing. I wanted him in the summer, but um, he was a target with us. But you got him from um, whatever club he came from. Um, Madison for me was a player. I remember we touched on this last year. I wanted him, but this season he's not been I, I, great. According to Arsenal fans, you, you had him. I mean, I don't know what he happened did. there. And apparently, <laughs> Madison's an Arsenal fan. There was rumors going around, people like David Ornstein, <laughs> other people were tweeting, Chris Wheatley were tweeting, saying about Madison was want, wants to come. It all depends if Arsenal are willing to match Leicester's price. And we know over the years you've had players like Harry Maguire. £80 million overpriced, right? You've had players like Mares, And I, yeah, what that guy says in the chat, right? I remember when you won the league, Vardy, what like, I want to talk about Jamie Vardy. He didn't want, he was about to sign for Arsenal, right? But I think Arsene Wenger, I can't exactly remember the whole full story, but I think Wenger wanted to put him in not a centre forward. He wanted mm. to put him as a winger. But then he turned around and says, now nah, I want to stay at Leicester here. I've just won yeah. the Premier League. And for me, like, if Arsenal would have got, or like, we were linked with a few players. when you Before you won the Premier League title, we were like, like, we made a 
big, massive mistake of signing Granite Xhaka over N'Golo Kante. And now Kante's probably the best defensive midfielder in the world. And Leicester, for me, have, like, what I like about your club is, is that you've had some good players. And for me, you've managed to replace them. And I know you've not been on really good form recently, but you've had, like, Kante. You've had Mares and Bardi. We were linked with these players. And imagine if we had those players... I think the I think the problem there is that clubs like yourselves, like Spurs, Liverpool, I mean, you all sit there and you all go, Oh, yeah, we were interested in him. West Ham do it an awful lot, but nobody's prepared to take the risk because you want the ready-made article. You know, yeah. you, you you those teams, the so-called big teams, they're not prepared to say, Oh, he looks good, we'll take a chance on him. Yeah, hundred percent. You're not, no, you want and don't worry, you know we we don't mind paying four hundred twenty five thousand for Mares and then letting Man City have him for sixty million. <laughs> it it it's as a club business, it, it's fantastic. But I mean Vardy, yeah, I mean Vardy plays his role. He's good because of the way that he plays. He's still got the pace, and if he's in the team, he's going to take two of your defenders away all the time, marking him. But what Wenger was good was going to do was like you said he wasn't going to use him in his best position and the way that Wenger I think wanted to use him was the way that Roy Hodgson had been using him for England yeah. sometimes which yeah. is down the wing I mean you know you might as well put a goalkeeper uh, as a left winger you know what if you're not going to put the players where they play and you know he looked at that and he thought well it's just going to finish my career off so I'm not going to be getting the goals I'll be dropped you know, the expectations were so much. With Madison, I mean, the the thing with Madison was that he never actually said a word. You know, it, it was... And I think... Yeah. And that was a player what I wanted. That was a player what I wanted. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, think think I think what pissed Leicester fans off, and certainly myself, was... And the, Brad. The ex, the, <laughs> and Brad. But the expectation that you were Arsenal, so he, he was going to come to you. Why? You know, because you weren't in Europe. You weren't playing well. You know, you're only as good as the season, you know, that you're currently in. And that's why last season you was, you know, <laughs> you, you you were, you know, considered to be sort of a, a decent side. This season yeah. you've turned it round and you're going up there. We've done it backwards. We've had two good years. This year, for different reasons, we're struggling. What you're going to find, though, um, Luca, to be honest with you, is, I mean, look at our current form. Like I said, unbeaten four. Only lost one in seven. That performance yesterday, yep, Wrens came at us for the first 20 minutes. They were all over us. But we sent the pressure up. We knew that was what they were going to do. And that is one of the best performances I have seen from Leicester this season. Because of those injuries, I said this on your show, you know, our back two, you know, two central defenders, yeah. we, we, I don't think we've had the same one. Up until now, we've not had the same pairing for more than two games at a time because we keep getting injured. So that can't have helped. I mean, Clinton Morrison on the BBC, and I've quoted this loads of times, Don't he said, don't judge Brendan until he's got a fit team. And when Brendan's got a fifth team, we know what he does. He finishes in fifth and he wins you the FA Cup. So, you know, yeah. it's this season, and we are having a bad season. You know, we you could almost say we're having an arsenal, if you like, you know. But, but looking at this, you do, let's be honest, have the, the, the sword of Damocles over us. I mean, we played 31 times since, you know, all together in the Premier League. You've won 18 of those. And 12 of those were at your place. So 
I must admit, I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence going into this game. To be honest, we need to be looking uh, for revenge because, yes, I know um, you beat us at the Everett's and then we got revenge in that game right there back in October and we needed to beat you. And, and I know recent form, Leicester have had a couple of results. Leicester did beat us at the King Power um, before the COVID hit around. I remember that 2-0 win and it was a 5.30. Madison and Vardy scored under Emery and it was a poor weather. I think that broke day. a record or something. And we'll, we'll, it we'll did. come on to that later, yeah. It did. And we'll come on to that and touch on that later. Um, I remember when we beat you um, three, uh, one time, 3-1. And then we drew 1-1 one, one, uh, one time. Uh, I remember um, we were 1-0 up and then Vardy scored and then VAR came in. Um, I do remember that game, and I do think Vardy should have been offside. But, um, <laughs> of, course, of course, you would. <laughs> but at the time, I think we had hope of actually getting into the, into the top four, top six at the time, mm. and we only finished six points off the top four in the nineteen twenty season. And then, then recently, last season we beat the King Power. Big up Mel. Um, um, yeah, I'm good, Mel. But um, and then we beat you the King Power. So recently. It's a bit. It's been. It's been a bit of a mix. Mix in between. But we have been probably been on the better form than you. Mm. But for me, Leicester for me would want like Stephen Touch said this on said this on um, your preview or my preview. I think it was that Leicester would want to prioritise the the Conference League. And for me, I said this on Stephen's channel on Wednesday night. Is that you need to go for the Conference League because if you win that, you win the Europa League. Yeah. You'll be able to attract players. It might persuade Tillemans to stay for another season despite other clubs are being linked to him. Liverpool looking at him. We're looking at him. Manchester United are looking at him. So for me, Tillemans does want to perform on the big stage and that is the Champions League or any sort of European um, and that. But mm. I think you will be up there actually trying to win the Conference League. So... Like for me, Leicester's top four. We know top four is is out of the equation yeah. for Leicester. And, and I think the, the conference league. I mean, there's some big teams in there. I mean, I mean, I was yes. doing the post match show with Brad, and I think there's 16 teams left in there. And I think there's at least 13 that at some point recently have been in the Champions League. Um, yeah, you know, it, it so it, it is a tough game and. The thing I noted again yesterday is, and I mean, I know I, I've, I've criticised Brendan with some of his decisions. You know, I'm a fan, I'm entitled to, yeah. but I also give him praise. And like last night, Justin came off after 60 minutes because it was his first yeah. game back. Um, he didn't want to, you know, he didn't risk him. Madison only played 20 odd minutes, you know, in actual only came on for 15 minutes, whatever. And, you know, you could see that he was, he, he, Thinking of the Arsenal because we've got you at the weekend and we've got Rens next week in the yeah. away leg. This is almost the, the season defining week for us this season. Um, but like I say, I think yes, we, we are going to prioritise the champ uh, the Conference League because we probably we know we're not going to get top four. We may sneak into seventh. Who knows? But um, these days, it's, it's hard to work out how far down these things go, depending on who wins, who's in it, or whatever. Um, it depends. What I was in, you know, we may or may move up a place if Chelsea uh, <laughs> get thrown out. That would be please funny. hope so. Please yeah. hope so. But I want to talk to yeah. you about this game because I know when you signed him, yeah, I. I can't remember an Arsenal fan 
that said it's a decent signing. And I know you let, and I can't remember his name, but you'd let a good goalkeeper go, is it to Villa? Yes, and yeah. Martinez, we got rid of, and um, we got rid of Martinez um, to Aston Villa, and I was so hurt. I was very disappointed. He, he, he was part of our FA Cup success. Yeah. And I want to go back and rewind a couple of seasons ago on this. We were, when it was during lockdown, right, when we had three-month break, when it all began, March 2020, when we couldn't do anything for a year and a half, then we had three months off of no football whatsoever, then back, we had our first reverse fixture, um, Manchester City, where Arteta was the first manager to get COVID and was the first person. And we had to call that game off. Then we lost that game. And then we went into that Brighton game. Leno um, had that injury. Um, and we were all crying out. Martinez never really made an appearance. And we were like, oh, my God, do we go and sign an emergency goalkeeper? I was like, what? At the time... I was like, why did we play Martinez? And Martinez came in. I know we lost the game 2-1. And um, Brighton, Neil McPie um, scored a late win. Only, and uh, to be honest, I can't stand Neil McPie. But, mm. uh, but that's understandable. But for me, Martinez won us the FA Cup here. And we beat Chelsea in the final in 2020. And uh, that was a great cup final at the time. And um, he was... He was brilliant, and Aston Villa came in, snapped us up. They wanted twenty million pounds, and I was like, "Offer more money." And for me, we sold him for twenty million, and and this is where um, we didn't um, technically um, because I think we bought Ramsdale in um, the season before, and then we had we bought Ronison in, Ronison, and Ronison, as I like to call him, Butterson, right. <laughs> So Ronaldson for me was was terrible, terrible signing, and now he's gone now somewhere in some foreign league somewhere, and now Ramsdale's came in and he's actually been a perfect replacement. And yeah. Ramsdale has been called up by Gareth Southgate. I personally do think Ramsdale should be the number one goalkeeper for England. I can't understand why Southgate is calling up Jordan Pickford. He's conceded five against Tottenham. His team are in the relegation zone, and. I don't understand what the difference yeah, is. There's, there's a good argument for putting, you know, Ramsdale first. But, what, you know, back to the point I was making, no, 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 no Arsenal fans that I saw were saying, yeah, he's not a bad. I mean, he, he, you know, he, he'd been in a couple of relegations, I grant you. But there were very, there was an anti, anti-Ramsdale yes. thing. There wasn't a case of, well, who've we got here, you know. But it was like, it was almost you were using that as a stick to beat Arteta with it yet again, you know. But he's come in and and this game, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you won it two 0 but that win was down to your goalkeeper. But it was because for me, at the time that game, if you go back and watch that game and rectify it, Ramsdale was part of that success. He kept us in that game. And yeah. like I said earlier, moments ago, if he wasn't in goal, who knows if Leno would have put a performance? Nobody wouldn't have known how Leno would have actually performed. No. And Ramsdale was absolutely brilliant, especially that free kick from James Madison mm -hmm. right before half-time. And that's when he made that save. And I thought, you know what? After all these criticisms we've actually given, Ramsdale for me is actually going to be a really good signing. And for me, yes, it's just been a season so far. Mm. Let's see what he does in the next couple of seasons. If he's going to continue and do it and do it and do it. Because what I don't want is if people are going to be like, oh, 
Um, our fan base might say, oh, yeah, Ramsdale's had one good season. Now he's starting to be crap like he was at Sheffield United and other clubs like that. Nah, it doesn't work out like that. For me, I think Ramsdale is going to be is going to continue. Nobody knows what how performances are going to be like next season and the season after that. You've got to give it at least two seasons for Ramsdale. And for me, Ramsdale has been a fantastic signing. And example, he goes to show in this game. He's just, he made really, really good saves. And I love our Ramsdale. I love his character on the pitch, what he does. He always goes mm. behind the fans straight after the game, especially when he takes his goal kicks as well. But do you and, not think um, that a goalkeeper is only to some degree as good as the defenders in front of him. I mean, we have conceded. So we, I, don't, I think there's only Norwich. I think that probably conceded as many as us. Now that's yeah. not suddenly because Schmeichel, who we know is a fantastic keeper, he's an international number one. Um, you know, he got to the Euros semi-finals against ourselves. But because of the defence in front of him and the problems we've had with the defence, he struggles. So a goalkeeper is judged on how many goals are scored against him, but it's not always their fault. Well, no, it isn't, because you've got to look back and look at it, right? Like, compared to how many goals you, um, compared to Norwich, you've conceded and all that. And look, look face it, Norwich, Norwich are pretty much relegated. But, but Leicester, for me, Kasper Schmeichel is, is still a decent goalkeeper. And I know mm. a lot of people have criticised and said, is Schmeichel actually been that great this season? It's not really actually his fault. Because if you no. put a better defence in front of Leicester's defence, you like you ain't got a bad team overall. I just feel like when you look at your team and how Schmeichel's performed, you had a similar squad over the years, and you and you and you got into the Champions League once when you won the league, and yes, yeah. you got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League and got knocked out by Atletico Madrid. And yes, you've had a few bad spells. Yes, you've got you've qualified for the Euros. That, was, that was the same year that if you brought it up, not me, but that was the same year that Arsene Wenger, I do believe, said that Leicester were going to embarrass England in the uh, Champions League, and we yeah, got through to did. the quarterfinals. You got beat ten two. Well, exactly, and <laughs> for me, and for me, Leicester City um, done well, and um, that was the season. Um, I think it was after when. Arsenal weren't in the Champions League or during that, but but mm. but for me, Schmeichel has been good this season. And you look at goalkeepers, right? Yes, for an example, like Schmeichel compared to Aaron Ramsdale. Yes, you did touch on and say yes, he's the number one goalkeeper for mm. Denmark, and that and he got into the semi final of the European Championship. But do you think Schmeichel is? pretty much the same goalkeeper as he was before? Or do you just feel like it's just that if Leicester had a better defence in front of him? Because I look at Leicester's defence, you've got good potential full-backs. You've got Fafana, who plays as a, a centre-back now, can also play as a full-back. You've got James Justin, who came from Luton Town. Um, for me, Son Yonchu, I was a big fan of Son Yonchu, but I don't really rate him that much because he, he he's got a big mistake in him. Johnny Evans, I remember Arsenal kept chasing Johnny Evans and wanted £3 million at the time. Um, but do you feel Leicester and Schmeichel do you, and all that defence, if you had a better defence and like what you touched on earlier, what do you think? I mean, goalkeepers go on longer anyway. Look at Buffon in Italy. Yeah. You know, they do have yeah. a longer shelf life, as they say. Yeah. You, If you look at the... 
you know, what, what we've achieved with Michael in goal, we've won the Premier League, we've won promotion from the Championship, we've won the FA Cup, we've won the Super Cup, yeah. we've won Champion, you know, Community Shield, we've won the, um, we got, you know, quarterfinals of the um, Champions League, like you say. It, it is that when, when, you know, the defence that we will have when we come back from, you know, this the end of this season and into next season, everybody's fit, is a defence we've had for the last two seasons. And that was a defence that got us to fifth place and won us the FA Cup. Yeah. So, yeah, you, as I say, I, Schmeichel's kept us in games this season. I don't blame Schmeichel at all. He's the first name on the team sheet. Uh, I wish he wasn't captain because he's a great captain, but he, I like my captains to be outfield. But uh, no, once we get the defence right, um, yeah, we, we, we're good. To, that's, that's been the problem. Nine defenders out this season at some point, you know. Dorco asked a quick question here. Um, I'll just give a very quick answer, Luca. David yes. Seaman or Kasper Schmeichel for you? David Seaman. Thought you might say that. And to be honest with you, it is a close call. You know, um, club loyalties aside, possibly Seaman, but Schmeichel, I know, is, is in my heart. Mella, good evening. How the devil are you? Chris, should I change the club I support because I'm fed up of being upset? No, you don't change the club you support. I support Leicester. I live down in Poole. A lot of a lot of fans that, that live in this part of the country support the likes of Arsenal. I know an Arsenal fan I used to work with. And he supported Bournemouth because they were his local team. He could go and oh. see them. Arsenal was still in his heart, but Bournemouth was where he lived. So he, he went and followed yeah. them. They were like his second team. And then, of course, Bournemouth. In like Devon Cornwall area, like Exeter. Dorset, yeah. But then, Dorset, then Bournemouth got into the Premier League, of course. And yeah. some weeks it was Arsenal, some weeks it was Bournemouth, depending on who won. And I said, what are you doing? He went, well, this was never supposed to happen. You know, yeah. Bournemouth were never supposed to get up here. And that's why I never supported Bournemouth. And I used to go, I used to work at Paul Town Football Club for a bit on, on match days. Yeah. And they were like in the ninth, tenth tier. So it was never, I could never support another football league club. To me, Mella, it's like having an affair. You're Watford, you stick with Watford through thick and thin, and, and you, the good times will return. Uh, I'm not sure when, but they will. I want to ask you about two players, though, Luke, because yeah. we've touched on we've touched on Ramsdale, and and I think he's a, you know he's a great goalkeeper, and I think he's true, yeah. and that was the game there that sort of made him, I think, and and I think it made the Arsenal fans sort of go, hmm, actually, we've not got a bad goalkeeper here, but in the summer, yeah. you know, Smith Rowe and Saka in the England team got us to the final of the of the um, Euros. Uh, are you still happy with them? Are they still potentially as good as they, they, they could have been? Well, we were showing mate, they were back then. Mate, to be honest, right, back then, they, they were obviously um, potentials for Rams, for um, Smith-Rowe and... Mm. Um, who is it? Saka, you said. Saka, right? yeah. At yeah. the time, they were actually coming through the academies. And we've had players like that in the past. And for me, um, they've come through the academy. And, and and the thing is, what I like about Arsenal, what they're doing now with the likes, of, well, I think we're starting to get copy a little bit through what Chelsea did, mm. right? Is um, Chelsea brought a lot of academy players through. Smith Rowe, Saka have come through. And at the time, 
obviously I they, I didn't watch under twenty three football, but I did yeah. hear results. I don't I only watched the first team, right? And for me, Smith Rowe and Saka, you could tell they were getting good. Saka made his proper debut. I think it was Frankfurt away in the nineteen twenty season in the Europa League. While before Unaim, we got sacked before Arteta and Youngberg came in. And Saka was going to be a really good player. And, and uh, he he played a few games during that season before COVID came around. Saka was obviously wearing the number 77 top. And Saka, for me, uh, we need to keep these young players and we need to build a young foundation. We need to build these younger players so um, we don't sell them, so we can um, give them more money and also see how much worth they're going to be for the future. Because Liverpool were trying to, trying to get Saka... Martinelli as well. Smith Rowe, for me, loves Arsenal Football Club. And for me, I know over the years, we've built players like that. Like we had, who expected, like Arsene Wenger built the likes of Fabregas, Nazi, yeah. Van Persie. And, and we started becoming a selling club. And for me, we did this. And Aubameyang, when we bought Aubameyang at Dortmund, he wasn't young. He was getting on to his age. And Aubameyang, for me, we started letting him go on a free. And I wasn't like, I was disappointed that we let him go on a free. I did want him to go, but I didn't like it the way Arsenal did it and how they run it. But you at least get try and get a bit of money. He had 18 months on his contract and we didn't buy anyone in January, which actually was... And I know we're doing very well at the moment and uh, it is a bit of a risk that, like, it all depends if we get top four because we need to get into the top four. And if we do get into the top four, then January, you can be like, you know what, you're going back in January, you're thinking Arsenal have actually done some good good smart business actually taking a risk and not buying anyone you got mm. into the champions league whereas the, the summer could be a massive summer depending where you're going to be in the european stage whether you're in champions league europa league conference league like i'm not saying we're going to drag into the conference league it's going to be either champions league or europa more likely to be europa but getting back to smith Rowe and saka these two are going to be really good development players and and for me these two have carried us this season and without mm-hmm. those two, there's been games this season where, like, Smith Rowe has not made a couple of odd appearances. And I always start to worry when I see the lineup when there's no Smith Rowe or Saka or even mainly Smith Rowe, I start to worry where that creativity is. And there's been games this season where we've done well without Smith Rowe. And for me, we've took that. And I'm proud of that. And mm. for me, with Smith Rowe and Saka, they're going to be really good players in the future. And for me, we've got other players coming. Like, I remember when we sold Joe Willock. Um, yeah. And he scored eight goals for Newcastle. This season, he's not been re- up there. He's been a bit rubbish at the moment and he's probably going to get sold in the summer and, he, and someone else is going to look at him. So Smith Rowe, Saka, these are going to be great players. And Saka is desperate for Arsenal to get into the Champions League. He needs Champions League football. Yeah. And for me, if Arsenal don't qualify for any European material, a club like Liverpool, a club like yeah. Chelsea will go in for these sort of players. So, I'm going to say, I mean, there's a lot of rumours about, you know, we, we touched on it earlier, Tillemans, would he go to Arsenal? And like I, I said, you've, so. you've, you've, got to get to, you've got to get top four for him to be interested. If you're oh, not yeah, in the top 100%. four, then forget it. I'm going to ask you this question. Lacazette to Leicester? You can have him, to be honest. <laughs> but he's not signing a new contract, is he? No, he's not signing the contract. And for me, this is the thing, right? And um, I have been frustrated with Lacazette this season. I remember Lacazette had one good season where where you look at it thinking, wow, 
this is the Lacazette we actually know. It was the 2018-19 season. He was banging goals. We were challenging for the top four. We finished one point off top four. And that kind of reminds me this season as well, going back to that season. But Lacazette, for me, you can have him. And and for me, the weakness is... <laughs> I don't think I wanted it. I'm just yeah, saying... He could compare with Leicester. He, like, Leicester fans might be like, you know what? Lacazette, the way we've be, we, we've done this season... He might actually not might actually push us into the top six, top eight. Mm. But Lacazette for me has been like he can't last ninety minutes. He has been a bit of a frustrating player. And mm. um, the only thing, like I don't know, someone said in um, Stephen's uh, stream when I was on it at six p.m. Someone said in the chat that he had ten assists this season, and I was like, "You sure that? You sure that's well, ten let, assists?" Let, let's have a look, shall well, we? Because we're gonna, look. we're gonna look at stats now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you, you you are going into this unbeaten, but in fairness, uh, and I'm not saying you couldn't say the same as Leicester. <laughs> you could beat us, you don't know. So no, it's, it's been Watford, it's been Wolves, it's been Brentford, it's yeah. been Wolves again, it's been Burnley. I mean, well, Wolves not, are a class you, team. you alluded to it earlier. You, there's not a Chelsea or a Liverpool or anybody in there. And do you think, because you've got Liverpool next week, haven't you? Do you think. Yes. Arteta's going to have one eye on that game and he might keep players out because he wants them to be fit for that game because that game, is it more important See, this than this is game? Thing. Or this... does he look at it and think, uh, Liverpool's a given, we might not get anything there, let's make sure we get three points from Leicester. To be honest, I don't want this mentality to, to be like that with Arteta because the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised um, if he does... Um, I'll answer that question in a minute about that, but but no, but as I was saying, I I don't want that. I don't want to go into that kind of mentality mindset. And that Liverpool game, when I will sort out a Liverpool fan and do a preview some point before the Wednesday game, I will give my thoughts on that game. But but for me, I'm I ain't confident going into that game anyway. But but I do think Arteta, right, has to go all strong. And yes, mm. Sunday to Wednesday's three days that isn't that long, but I do think Arteta could actually rotate because. For me, you maybe you should rest someone like a Smith Rowe. Mm. And for me, yes, he hasn't played in the last couple of games. And it would actually make sense maybe if you throw someone like him in there. And, but I would technically, like with Tommy Yasu, he's been out for a while. They were supposed to say he was supposed to be back for Watford. He's not back for Leicester. And for me, Cedric has done a very, very good job at cover right back. And for me, I'm not his biggest fan, Cedric, but he's actually proved me wrong so far. And, and the players are, who, who I'm not their biggest fans are proving me wrong. And for yeah. me, I would go with a similar sort of team against Leicester. But the Liverpool game, I am a bit worried that will Arteta actually have that mindset. No, he has to focus on this game because for me, I don't want people to expect that, OK, we can draw against Leicester, but yeah. go and beat Liverpool. I would rather... Rather, rather beat Leicester over Liverpool because for me, I, I, I'm if... I'm always when everybody anybody says like which is the most important game. There's Every only one answer that, and that's the next game, mate. I'm I'm focused <laughs> on this game. I will worry about Liverpool yeah. after Sunday night, and I do not want to lose this game. And for me, no. like I wouldn't be surprised. I am confident, mm. but I don't know if you this will make sense or not. But I am confident, but I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester walk away with a point. Because yeah, Leicester, no, I agree with. I mean, I'm, I'm not confident going into it, but after the way we've been playing, I think we we, we might get something. 
Just going through a few player stats here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you please, Vardy's not in there. Between the two teams, he's got the most uh, most goals. Smithrow has got nine, and Saka's got eight. Yeah, uh, I think that's this season. Sorry, assists. See, Lacazette's got seven assists. That's not bad. You seven know, to Harvey Barnes, five and in, well, he's 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 top of the league by the look of that with assists. Um, yeah, he is between the between us two anyway, uh, of yeah. course. Um, and then you know you go down to um, hang on a second. If I click the right button, there we go, and use the right mouse. Passes. Soyuncu has got the most passes. In fairness. Yeah. <laughs> Most of those are across the back. Um, yeah. And tackles, well, none of your players seem to want to get injured because none of them are up there with the tackling. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you not like tackling at Arsenal or what? You know? No, 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 no. Because for me, I, I wouldn't like that. I just think it's just a bit mm. wrong, really. So you look well, at let's, finish, let's finish with some stats. And yeah. Um, yeah. we've got here Leicester City won this exact fixture 1 0 last season. Ending a 23-match winless runaway at Arsenal in league competition, that they've never won back-to-back ma- uh, matches on the road against the Gunners. Uh, you are favourites going into Mate. this. You've got to be, you know. Yes, um, we are favourites going into this game. But we've seen this before. Arteta has broke records, and for me, I wouldn't be surprised if you beat us. But at the same time, I, I, I you ain't going to beat us. But, I, but at the same time, I wouldn't mm. be surprised if we drop points in this game. Hang on a second. Uh, I'm just going to make a note of that. 51 minutes and one second, you ain't going to beat us. Mate, I'm <laughs> no, I'm confident we'll beat you. I'm confident no. we'll beat you. I, I, know, I, do, I would love if we did. That's coming back to haunt you, though, mate. Mate, you know? 51 minutes and something odd seconds, mate. You got to clip that. But for me, yeah. I think I think we'll beat Leicester because for me, yes, we have that Liverpool game on Wednesday, and. I'm not confident going into that Liverpool game. And I know this is about the Leicester game we're talking about. And like I touched on about five minutes ago, look, we can get a result against you and Liverpool. And for the Leicester game, yes, you need to prioritise on the Conference League as well. And um, if I was a Leicester fan, I would prioritise on the Conference League. And if I was a Leicester fan, then fair enough, you would say you want to beat Arsenal. But yeah. but I think we'll beat you this weekend. I'm, I'm confident we're on good high and we're quite good at home and we do give teams... It's just when we play the big teams, yes, we might... Yes, we are. We give them a game at home. Mm. But when we come up against the likes of Liverpool, Man City, the odd Chelsea, maybe, we might beat Chelsea at home. But Man City, Liverpool, we don't seem to turn up and we just get slapped and they always beat us home and away consistency. And well, you me, haven't done the double over us since 2015-16. And we know wow. we know what happened that season. Um, yes. You won the league. That's true. And we should have won the league. Win. But thanks to those Manx, Manchester United <laughs> put us at the bloody title race. When, uh, when well Marcus Rashford came... <laughs> Yeah, and a, yeah, and a, yeah, 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 and yeah, a rise, yeah, yeah. and that's it. And then you're overcome. Then... I mean, look at as I say, I always mention it, but that picture of all your players going mad after you beat us in the dressing room, we just yeah. put that up on the wall, and that was all, that was all we needed. But um, but the other the, the other thing is Leicester's last two Premier League matches produced wins over Burnley two nil and Leeds one nil. The Foxes have not won three consecutive league matches without conceding since the run of four in November 2019, the wow. third of which was a 2-0 victory over Arsenal. I yeah, don't think we're going to keep a clean sheet against Arsenal. Um, 
But then, like you say, this is football this season. Who knows? Talking of clean sheets, give us your score prediction, Luca. I'm going to go for a two-one Arsenal. Um, I think Ars- I think Arsenal will score first. Leicester will equalise, and then I think we'll score in the last minute. Um, I'm going to go for a two-one Arsenal. I think we'll win this game comfort. I think we'll win this game quite tight. Shall I say? Mm. Um, I think it's going to be a difficult game. I think we're going to see Leicester performing very well. And um, but I think we'll scrape this win, and um, I'm confident, man. I'll go for a two-one Arsenal win, and uh, all the best on Sunday, man. Four thirty p.m., man. I'll, I'll I'll be on Steven's channel for the watch along. Yeah, me and Steen even might might be arguing during the game. So. <laughs> There's no might be about it, you know. The, it will turn into a ninety-minute um, Arteta talk. I'm going for three. I'm going for three-one. I was going to go two-one Leicester. And I don't know why, just a mad, mad prediction of mine. I thought, no, yeah, you might yeah, surprise yeah. people. So, yeah, Rene, yeah. you agree with me? Um, uh, uh, 3-1 to Leicester. Terry says, yeah, remind me when Arsenal last won the league. Uh, yeah, uh, I, just out of interest, because I'm, I'm going to do this because you're an Arsenal fan. And I think as an Arsenal fan, I do like to give something to my guests. So... Luca, I am going to give this to you tonight. It is this is the daily Tottenham, and we are looking at how long since Tottenham <laughs> last won a trophy. Because to be honest with you, I like to keep people updated, and sometimes we you know we even update it during the show. But the latest figures for since Tottenham last won a trophy is 14 years, 11 days, two hours, 26 minutes, and 12 seconds. Jesus and I'm on a show Christ. later when I'm actually on a show with a with a Tottenham fan, so I might have to tell them that as well. When do you do you still got to play Tottenham? I think we've got to play them again, unfortunately. Yes. Oh, yeah. so do we. So <laughs> but but uh, but no, I won't wish you good luck for Sunday because yeah. you know yeah. I won't mean it. But uh, I, I I still think for me you're going to get that fourth place position. If you don't, I hope so, man. if you don't, because Man United are in disarray. You know, I still people... think, I still think United can get top four. How much no, people I, might I, think I, I'm I a bit deluded. I think United can still get it. If we no, don't I, get I, Champions I think... League football, if we don't get that fourth spot, who's going to get top four? Well, the top West three, Ham. I think. Uh, uh, top three is done. done. City, done. Liverpool and, and, and Chelsea. If we don't get that fourth spot, if Arsenal don't get fourth spot, who's getting that fourth spot? Okay, looking at looking at the yeah. table, um, which I did have and I now don't have. Um, <laughs> let me just get the table up. Um, you can you cannot say Spurs. No freaking. No, way. no, Spurs won't because um, th- their form is again erratic. You know, they, they, they just one minute they go out and lose to Burnley. As, yeah, and then go and beat slap someone like Everton. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't get it. I'd like to see Man United, uh, West Ham get it. Sorry, I'd like to see West Ham United get it because uh, they're not, you know, they're like Leicester, not seen as a big club. Um, I just don't think Manchester United. I think it would be between you and West Ham. Wolves are coming up on 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 the on the wing, but yeah. you and you and West Ham, you've got the games in hand, three games in hand over them two, mate. 
this is yours to throw away. My only worrying thing is, and we always bottle situations like this because we've done this in the past. If we don't get Champions League football this season, the way the season's been so corrupt with all these gaming hands, COVID mm. over the Christmas period and all that, if, right, we do not get into the top four this season, we will never, never, 57 and 50 seconds, right, we will never get Champions League football again. In a, like it for a very long time, and I'm telling I mean, you because Manchester United will be strengthening the summer, looking for a new manager. Yes, that's going to take time for them. Uh, depending, we don't know which lots of new players in though doesn't always guarantee you're going to get success. Yeah. You know, very few, very few teams because they didn't have a lot of money actually spent much in January. But I hate January's window anyway because you get overinflated players so do that I. you don't really want. Um, yeah. But, you know, you're by then going to have a settled squad. You're going to add maybe one or two to it. And bringing in five or six new signs. And Man United, I mean, to cut say, whoever comes in as Man United manager, whoever sort of takes the, the poison challenge. I think, off, they'll, I think they'll get Ten Hag or Pochettino, one of those two. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the favourites. But, you know, Man United, being Man United, should have been able to go out and say, we want you, we want you now. Getting a temporary manager in. It's kind of a joke. It shows how far they've come and where they where they are now. I'm loving it at the moment. I hope Manchester United don't get into the top four. But I just how much I should I should be saying on 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 channel saying you know what Arsenal should get top four. Arsenal will get top four. I should be saying that. But I'm just an, I'm just not confident. I'm just, look, everyone knows. Yeah, I'm when, we won, when we won the league that year, I was actually I was yeah. where I work. I was actually sat next to a Tottenham fan, and throughout the yeah. whole thing, I was going, "This is Leicester." We're not going to win it. And the Spurs fan was sat next to me going, yeah, but we're Tottenham. We're not going to win it. You know, we both thought we'd throw it away. So yeah. it's cool being a football fan. But look, Luca, as I say, not going to wish you good luck for Sunday because I wouldn't yeah, mean it. Fine, hope man. you get that's stuffed. <laughs> yeah. I don't even hope yeah. football's the winner. I, well, I hope we don't lose, football. man, because, you know, because obviously but, we'll have uh, that game in hand. Um, one thing I will finally say before I do let you get on um, is... If we beat Leicester and if we somehow pull a result, at least a draw against Liverpool on Wednesday, we even get the three points against Liverpool. We haven't beaten Liverpool in, in any competition. Well, you can't count the charity shield, but if 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 you beat if we haven't beaten Liverpool since 2020, I think it was towards the end of the season, right? And for me, we beat them 2 1. But it's about time we try and beat someone like a Liverpool. And for me, this season, we haven't been able to beat a big team this season. And our record over the years against big teams away from home. I know last season we beat Manchester United away, Chelsea away. This season, we didn't beat Manchester United at Old Trafford. And we got very unlucky in that game. And for me, it's about time we go and beat Liverpool Wednesday night at home. And for me, obviously, we've got to focus on this. And if we can get at least four points, then I will start I'm not saying definite, but I'll start believing we could possibly get top four. And it'll be a massive, huge... If we can go and beat you and beat Liverpool, like, I don't want to get over paper over the cracks or anything like that and get overhyped up about it. But if say if we did beat Liverpool, because I'm more confident against you, but Liverpool, I'm, I ain't confident, but that's for another debate. 
yeah. on the Liverpool channel. I'm going I'm to have to but, wrap up, Luke. But, but we'll uh, wrap up, man. We'll I wrap get, up. And get what you're yeah. saying, uh, but I still, like I say, three games in hand over Man United. Man United are in disarray. It yeah. is yours to. Uh, it is yours to. I move. hope so, man. Please give your channel it, a shout out yeah. again. Yes, thank you very much for having me on, and um, please follow me on YouTube. This is Luca's life with the apostrophe. We are on the road to um, 1.6k. And uh, we did reach to 1,500 subscribers. We are 90 away from 1,600. So if you guys or anyone wants to share, get me get subscribing to my channel and I will I will return the favour. Just click my channel, just subscribe, and I'll see who's subscribed and I'll return back. Just go and do it now. It'd be much appreciated. But thanks for having me on. Good luck on Sunday. I'm sure we will do a post-match review if you're around and we'll talk about the game yeah. and um, we'll discuss about that off-air on the Twitter and that. And uh, thanks for having me on, man. And uh, it's been a great show, man. Brilliant. Thanks for coming on, Luca. Stay safe, mate. And uh, try not to argue with Stephen on Sunday. Well, I hope he doesn't. (laughs) All the best, mate. All right, take care, man. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Luca there. Um, Big Arsenal fan. Um, Don't forget, we mentioned Stephen there. He is doing a charity watch along now on his show for the Children's Liver um, Disease Foundation. I think I've got that the right way around. It's just giving um, details on the banner that's going across the bottom. Please um, go on. If it's only a pound, donate it to him. Um, It's very personal to him and he, he wants to raise as much as he can. So please get over there. Please support it. And uh, I say they're just giving pages there, and he's happy even if it's a pound. I must admit, I did offer, I did offer him ten pounds if he wanted to come onto this channel and record. You know, allow me to record it live. Him saying Arteta is a better, is a good manager, and he trusts the process. As yet, he's not taken the challenge up. So, Stephen, I'm throwing it out to you now. You've just got to come on this channel so I can record it. And you've got to say you love Arteta. He's one of the best managers Arsenal have had. He's the third best manager. We've just seen it. Uh, and you are really in line and trust the process. And a tenor to the charity. What can I say? I can't be I can't be nicer than that. Just going to have a little bit of fun at the end here now. Um, I, I don't like doing the, the combined 11s because for me, I'd always put 11 Leicester players in. What is Brendan going to do? What is Brendan going to do on um, uh, the uh, um, game against Arsenal? Because we saw, obviously, you know, he took a few players off on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, sorry, against uh, against Ron Renz. But this is, well, this is what I think he's going to do. By all means, put your choices in the comments. But uh, let me just see. I, I, obviously, there's no doubt I'm... We're going to start with the goalkeeper. Um, and let us put Casper uh, in here because I think that goes without saying uh, that it's going to be Casper. Um, now, I've gone for the 4 3 3, the same um, as I we played the other night. And it does, it's been, it's been hard to say what is Brendan's favourite um, formation. And it's not because. I mean, you know, we used to call Ranieri, wouldn't we, Chelsea? He was the tinker man. And I don't think necessarily that Brendan... We've always said, oh, he thinks too much about it. And he changes the, the formation and what have you. 
a lot of a lot of players, you know, teams do, a lot of managers do within the match, they change formations. But I don't think he's had a lot of choice this season when he's because I think he's gone into some games thinking, right, you know, put your hands up, fellas, which defenders are fit for this match tomorrow. And if there's three put their hands up, well, I'm gonna go back three. And if there's four, you know, <laughs> that's I think that is kind of what is he's up. But um whether this will be the team he ends with, depending on how it goes, because we have got Renz again coming up. But um, at left back here, for me, at the, at, at the moment, um, let's see if we can find Luke Thomas, because I've got to be honest with you, I think he's absolutely going to be, he's going to come on and get on and grow and become better. And he is He's going to be, I mean, great player. And without giving anything away about further upfield, I mean, when you see him, Kieran Dewsbury Hall, and Harvey Bonds, the way they combine, I think it's 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 amazing. They've got such an understanding. I mean, yes, um, <laughs> Dorco, no, 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 no. We only need two at the back. You can't be being serious there. I'm sorry. I take that as an early April Fool's joke. Two at the back. No, sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, that those, those three down that left-hand side. Uh, up the right, I mean, he, he played um, 60 minutes, but he's, he's, he's got to be in, hasn't he? James Justin. He, he was fantastic. I mean, that run he made just before he was taken off, if he just hadn't lost control at the last minute, I mean, I think I think he could have been setting up a goal. I really do. Um, oh yeah, here, here we go, Anthony. Uh, good luck for Sunday. You're going to need it. Well, we're doing a watch along, aren't we, Anthony? Four o'clock on the on Leicester Side ITV. Myself and oh, I don't, I don't like doing watch alongs when you've got two Leicester fans on, and we certainly won't be commentating on the game. We're not going to be here to, to try and be Martin Tyler's or, or John Moxon's. We, we we're going to be. Down the pub, as if we're down the pub, having a few drinks. Join us and chat in as if you've just walked into the pub. Come and join us. Get a get a drink. Pull the chair up. Sit down. Uh, and we are doing this watch along with, a, say, a Leicester fan, myself, and Anthony, an Arsenal fan. Um, they, they, they are very, very much blowing smoke out their asses at the moment. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Does football, Anthony, does have a dangerous habit of coming back and biting you on the bum? So we will see. Um, centre to centre back here. Um, which one am I going to light up? This one. At the moment, I can't see anybody knocking out Daniel Amati. Fafana, if he's back, we've got to be looking at that. But he's got COVID. This is only coming, what, four days after his last one. If Fafana's fit, and I don't want to drop Amati because Amati's done so well. But I know the other centre back, obviously, is going to go to Soyuncu. Because I say we are we are kind of limited, but that partnership of Clonchu and Amati has kind of clicked. I mean, the I mean Soyuncu, the pass he the passes he was making. I mean, yeah, you could call it a long ball kick out, but he made them the first goal against Wrens. You just look at that pass that he played out. To Harvey Barnes, it was. I mean, Harvey Barnes was amazing, he took it down, etc. And uh, me too, Anthony, me too. Um, he took it down, but 
how Soyuncu pinpointed him, it was amazing. And he did a couple of those. And, and Marty, I'm going to be honest with you, it does. He, he, he's not. He doesn't like this passing at about the back. He, he tries to kick it upfield. Uh, unfortunately, I think when Fafana is fit, Fafana is going to replace Amarty, and, and I feel sorry for him because Amarty uh, is taking some stick. I've said this so many times. Going back to the, the community, well, not the Community Shield, the English Super Cup, of course. Uh, when his name was announced, I was walking up Wembley Way. I heard it, and you you could hear the groan from the Leicester fans. And he was man of the match for that. And he has, he has stood up this season. And, my God, he's earned his money. You know, to me, he's, he's going to be a contender for player of the season. I, I don't care what anybody says. Yes, of course, Vardy will be up there and Tillemans and Bard. But I, he has done well. But unfortunately, I think because Soyuncu is can't really play on the right side. He is that left-sided player. Fafana's the right-sided player. Yeah, I think I think we can see where that's going to go in Brendan's mind. Uh, Wilf, we're going to have Wilf as a centre midfielder, of course. Um, although, no, I'm not, actually. I'll tell you what, I am not going to go for Ndidi. I'm going to say, let's give him a rest, and I'm going to put Mendy in. Now, Mendy... Um, and I could just see if I can find him. There we go. He won the African Nation Cup of Nations. Um, the most recent Leicester player to win a, to win a, a medal of any sort. Um, and I know he wants to leave, but and my worry here is is you've got we've got three defensive midfielders, Chowdhury. And again, I'm going to take my hat off there because it wasn't long ago I was shouting for Chowdy to leave. I wanted him to go to Newcastle that, that January window. But my God, is is he come good this season? You know, he always used to have a red card in him. I don't think he does now. Uh, he's take, certainly, Brendan appears to have coached that out of him. Um, right back, brilliant. Right back. Um, and centre back against in that Liverpool game. Who can forget that? Um, I mean, yeah, Dorco, they do players, they do players wing backs, but you can't just sit with two in defense. You know, this I think it does allow them to move forward as well. Rotline from America, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, we should rest and rotate. Mendy for Indeedy, Chowdy for Justin. I think, yeah, but Justin only got 60 minutes, so you know, we might see a change there. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Mendy a run out. He's he's been told that he's he is available. Uh, uh I think in the uh, match con uh, match press conference, Brendan said that. Um, he's never let us down. Last season, if you remember the start of last season, uh indeed he was injured, and Mendy did brilliantly for us. Absolutely no problem at all. Uh, and I think he's got a be slightly better distribution, if I'm honest with you, than Ndidi. Ndidi can tackle for England. We know, well, not for England, we know what I mean. Ndidi can tackle. But Mendy, he's kind of got, maybe not as good at that, but he can. His distribution, I think, is slightly better than Ndidi. Um, but I do think he'll possibly leave in the summer, because like I say, I know Brendan likes players that can play all over and change positions. Chowdhury's can do that. Indeed, he can do that. We can both drop into defence. I'd like to see Mendy stay because I think he is a good squad player and he, he doesn't let us down when he comes on. It, it, I, I can't think of a game where he's let us down. 
Now then, um, here's where it gets exciting because who do we go for here? Well, again, there's only one player at the moment. Okay. And they might not even have him on this system. Yes, they do. There we go. I must have spelled, I spelled Kieran wrong. That's what it was. Jewsbury Hall. What a player. He's not a he's not a youngster like say Thomas. He's you know 18, he's 24, 23, 24, 25. And uh, I mean Brendan's you know, not Brendan, so somebody said future Leicester captain. I mean, I was what you know, when you watch him against Wrens, and you can't miss him, he's the only player on the pitch with black boots. But what a player. I mean, you know, he went to Luton, he's done his time. Um you know, he's a local lad. We, you know, we love local players, obviously. But I, he, he's come, you know, he's, this season, he's been given his chance due to the injuries. And, yeah, he is absolutely brilliant. And like I say, on that left wing, he absolutely nails it. He really does. Um, and and I, I, I get him tied down, get him tied down for the rest of his career because he is going to be, or he is an amazing um player. Uh, Brookline says KDB looked tied on Thursday to save him for Renz. Let's go Madison and Yuri. Look, I'll come on to that in a second. Um, I, I just think, I mean, I'm not saying that this is going to be the whole 90 minutes and he may come off, but you know, the best form of defence for me is attack. Don't sit back and let's, I mean, on, you know, against Renz, they were just coming at us, coming at us, coming at us. Never gave us a chance to get out. Um and that, yeah, we hit them on the break and got that goal. But that's what we've got to be doing. The best form of defence is attack. And that's what Kieran Jewsby Hall gives you. Now, it does mean that on the left wing here, there's only one player for me. Again, I've said that a lot for this team. Harvey Barnes, you know. I mean, Thomas, Jewsby Hall and Harvey Barnes. And the reason I put Jewsby Hall in again, Brookline, is because those three, they just combine... Oh, I mean, against Leeds, they, they, they were just—they were a pleasure to watch those three. I mean, against West Ham, they, they played well together. They just—they probably, did, I said, they played together for a long time with the academy. But I just—I I just love watching them. I just love it. Those three are in the side. I—I'm I, just happy. And then for me, I know I'm easily pleased, guys. I'm easily pleased. Um, now then, this is where it's going to get interesting because on this centre midfield here. I am going to put Yuri. And we haven't got, have I spelt that wrong again? Why are you all right? Let's have a look on this. Yuri. No. They cannot not have Telemans. Am I spelling Telemans wrong or what here? I don't, I don't know if I am. Um, anybody know if I'm spelling Telemans wrong? Let's have a look. That's how I've been spelling it all my life. Um, and at least this is one's better than the BBC because the BBC, to be totally honest with you, don't. Uh, don't have half our players in the squad. Um, right, let's have a look. First, here we go. 
there we go. If my computer was any quicker, it would look impressive. Um, right, let's have another go. So, P-I... That was wrong. P-I-L. P-I-E-L, yes. Hey, you see, I was spelling it wrong. This is what happens when you don't have spell check. Yuri Tillerman. Now, there's a lot of rumours going on about... Um, about Yuri, will he stay? Will he go? I'm not going to burst into song, don't worry. Um, if he goes, I understand that he deserves to play, be playing Champions League football. You know, he could easily have gone in the summer. Um, I mean, I can see Leicester if he's not going to commit to a new contract, Leicester are going to sign him in the uh, uh in the summer window, otherwise, we, we're not going to get a penny for him. So that makes sense. Also makes sense from his point of view because he's looking at it thinking, I want to play in the Champions League, but I'm not going to commit to a side, whether that's Arsenal, Man United, or a side that's abroad that isn't in the Champions League. So that's why he's waiting until the end of the year. But the latest rumours are, and I do hope this is true, that he's actually been quite impressed that James Justin and that you know is is committed himself to the club. So the youngsters there are committing themselves, and Ricardo Piera, once he's fit. You know, and he signed um he signed a new contract. And Fafana, I mean, you know, he's injured, he's not even playing, and he signed a new contract. So Tillemans might be sat there thinking, Yeah, well, if we're keeping hold of these players, let's have a look who we might be attracting in the summer, and I might not leave. It's gonna be the big talking point of the summer, I feel. Um, so on the right wing here, now you know you it, do you go Luckman or do I go Madison on that one? Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Lockman, and nothing against Madison. Uh, or do I go Madison? Oh, Madison Lockman, Madison Lockman. Um, I'm going to go Lockman um, because I think with Madison, he's one of those players. And this is, I've always said this with Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy now, um, he's not going to be a 90-minute player for much longer. And he's taking longer to get over injuries. It will be Dakar up front. And Dakar will come off after about 60 minutes, 65 minutes. And the defence for the opposition will be going, oh, thank God he's off. And then they'll be going, oh, shit, Vardy's coming on. He's coming on for the last 20 minutes. And I think with with, with Madison as well, I think, um, that, you know, when he comes on, he's such an impact player. Um, <laughs> not, no, 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 Brookline. No, leave, leave now. Go on, out that door. Just walk away now. Don't come back anymore. <laughs> you can't say Perez. You can't. Um, he's he's gone in the summer. I think he's gone in the summer. He definitely has. Um, unless he wants to stay on as a squad player, but you know you got to ask if he's happy for that. Now on this one here, I know everybody's going to be going like, oh, you know, we should have uh, uh, um, Daka. He's Vardy's replacement, and they don't like playing against Vardy. They won't like playing against um, Daka. But you know what? In Acho, and I, you know, a bit like goalkeepers, that we actually um, judge goalkeepers. No, I'm not. 
I'm saving Perez for the bin book line. That's what I'm doing. I'm saving Perez for the bin. Keep him on the bench. And, and if, we, if we get about four injuries and we're desperate, stick him on. Uh, I'm sorry, but I honestly think his time at Leicester is coming to an end. Um, but no, for me, um, Inacho... I mean, look at him. He came on and he scored. And you do judge him by saying, well, how many goals has he got? Well, last season he was our top goal scorer. Yes, he was playing alongside Vardy. And I wish he was doing that now. I so wish that um, that, that, that Brendan would go to up front. Because it worked last season. You know, Vardy and Nacho or Dakar and Nacho. My God, that would be great. But, I mean, we haven't then got, a, you know, a sorbit while Vardy's injured, I grant you. But... Brendan decided he didn't want to do that, although it was working. Um, but what you want to look at as well with Nacho is his hold-up play, his assists. He's got that side to him. Um, and I don't know if, if Daka has that yet. I don't. I really don't know. And I think Nacho deserves a start as well. I mean, I say he, he, got, he got that goal. I mean, didn't he take it beautifully? And if you watch, if he is playing in any form, the next match that you see Daka playing in, Take a look at his footwork and his runs off the ball. They are absolutely brilliant. You know, he, he is good at that. Guys, would you please do this for me if you would be so kind? Please like, share, and subscribe. Um, it, it would mean so much. Uh, you don't have to pay. You don't, don't even set the notifications if you don't want to be buzzed all the time. Just subscribe to the channel. It would mean so much and help us out. That's probably not going to be anything like the team that turns up or that Brendan puts out. You know that. It'll be completely different. Look, 9 o'clock, nip on over um, to Turf Moor House TV where we are doing, his, I regularly do it every Friday at nine, um, we do the prediction show, so nip over there now, you've still got time to get on, get, well you've got all the time in the world to get onto the um, Stephen's Just Giving page below and make that donation to the Children's Liver Disease Foundation, personal to Stephen, means a hell of a lot to him, if it's only a pound, please get on there and, and do the Just Giving, um, and uh, uh, four o'clock tomorrow, Anthony and me, one of us will be crying into our bread, or <laughs> crying into our hovis. But who will it be? We'll find out tomorrow. Guys, thank you so much for watching. And if you're listening on podcast, thank you very much for listening as well. And thank you to everybody who was in the chat. Thanks to Luca for coming on. It's been great. I will see you in approximately 40 minutes. Take care. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.